This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're being with something a little bit different, and we're going to be talking about our favorite musical parodist? Parodist? <laughs> mm-hmm. The original. Satirist? There you go. Satirist. Weird Al Yankovic. They had a slide whistle and a kazoo and a... Yeah, the air thing you squeeze together. Yeah. Accordion, accordion. <laughs> the air thing that you squeeze together. Yeah, squeeze box, squeeze box. But who did a whole song about a squeeze box? Is it wait boobs? No, no. Oh man, let's talk about that. Uh, so yeah, we're not going to do a specific movie or a specific song, and we're not going to have a crossover topic this week. We're just going to talk about our ten favorite Weird Al songs or. Because he's crossed over into movies and TV and stuff. Just check, favorite Weird Al things. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get going, this is kind of my topic. So uh, my introduction to Weird Al was as a young boy growing up in the '80s. There was uh, it was it's kind of funny. It's like the first music I listened to was stuff my dad liked. So like the oldies would be like Richie Valens and Buddy Holly and the Beatles. And then I, then it was like Michael Jackson. And then I found out for every Michael Jackson song, there was a Weird Al song. It felt like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, pretty much. Two, yeah. I mean, there was Eat It and Fat and all the other ones. So I just, it felt like, yeah, there's a Michael Jackson album. Oh, sweet, there's going to be a new uh, Weird Al song. And just, I listened to it a lot as a kid. Kind of stopped listening to it. Got back into it later. Where I think when uh, Amish Paradise, Amish came Paradise, out. <laughs> that's yeah. when everybody got back into Weird Al. And then forgot about it for the longest time. And then somebody at work mentioned it. This is probably already 10 years ago. And I, oh, I forgot about him. And I found out he had a whole bunch of other songs. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of been off and on. Mostly off these days. But as a kid, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back and listening to him this week has been awesome. Finding out all the old stuff I liked. And then but catching up on all the new songs that I never knew he, he made. So that's my history with it. Alex? Uh, yeah, actually... Guest uh, and your brother Brian introduced me to Weird Al on a cassette tape, <laughs> and it was I just loved it from the get go, and I just ate up any Weird Al media that I could get my hands on. So good. Yeah, he and I actually we had Weird Al records. <laughs> so, oh shit! Yeah, I had the best of Weird Al back in nineteen eighty five or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> And he had the the fat album, and I think we had one other one, and then later on with the CDs. At that point, but yeah, we actually had the albums. 
Uh, Scott? Uh, much like you guys, it was a wee lad when I first heard him, and there was a, a few songs that were kind of staple childhood uh, things. Uh, this is well before the, the Adam Sandler album. Um, yeah. <laughs> the one the one good one. Uh, yeah, two good ones. Yeah, first one was good. But anyway, uh, yeah, it just uh, shaped my, my sense of humor, identified with it. Uh, as, as we get to, oh, we'll have it down and we get to the list more. Yeah. Um, it just... It's funny. Uh, he he's been around since the early '80s. Maybe yeah. he had stuff in like '79. Uh, and all these people he's parodied that are no longer around or making music anymore. Yeah. And he's still pretty much going strong. Uh, he might have slowed down a little bit with the the releases, but um, yeah, he's <laughs> he's around and they're not. I don't know what that says. About about music or art, but uh, I like it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. So, uh, you know, I, f- I think it's true, and most people know, like, he got started, like, guest host, guest appearing on the Dr. Demento show. and Well, don't start stealing lists now. Oh, is it? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. I was going to ask you guys if you ever watched Dr. You Demento. You can take songs oh, and man. change the lyrics about food. You can change the world. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys can bring it up, we'll talk about it then. Um, yeah, and then the only other thing I wanted to say, with kind of going off what Scott said, is about how these bands are not around. A lot of the times, I was introduced to the music from Weird Al before I actually heard the real version. <laughs> and then, especially at a time like I, I didn't listen to uh, alternative music or rock music for a while. I went to a, <laughs> a school where everyone just listened to rap and hip hop, so I knew nothing about Nirvana and. Uh, what was the other? Uh, it was an Aerosmith song, Living in the Fridge. or so, I forgot the name of it. But. <laughs> Living in the fridge. You <laughs> but, can't keep the food from molding. Yeah, but like I like, I didn't, I just love the beat to those songs. These are actually cool songs. And then later on, a couple years later, it's some new friends and listening to, <laughs> to alternative music. I was like, oh, wow, I remember that Weird Al did this song. So <laughs> that's my uh-huh. story there. Um, nice. All right, well. Let's get our list. We're going to do uh, 10 items. Um, you could, I guess people could do things they didn't like, but I, I'm not doing that. Just 10 things I like. Yeah, there's nothing to not like with uh, Weird Al. And so, as I said, I kind of started listening to newer stuff this time that I hadn't heard. And this one I found, I had to put on number 10. The song's called Tacky, which is making fun of uh, Pharrell's Happy. And it's, <laughs> oh, it's, I gotta listen to that now. <laughs> it's pretty good. Taking fit what? Taking pictures or posting pictures on Instagram of my food. Whatever. It's just all the stuff, tacky stuff, Walmart jokes and everything else in there. Uh, was pretty good. So of a, a newish song. The song's probably already five years old by this point. But it's new for me. And uh, it's pretty funny. So there it is. Tacky. Scott. All right. So this is uh, one from when I was a kid. Uh, I couldn't get enough of. Uh, something to, to play around Christmas time. And it was one of his uh, original songs, as far as I know. Uh, and that was The Night Santa Went Crazy. Uh, we can still sing it to this day. <laughs> uh, but basically, the, the song follows uh, the idea that Santa uh, was getting the raw deal. <laughs> and he basically goes on a rampage and kills a bunch of the reindeer and 
uh, horrifies a bunch of children. And, and, uh, yeah, the the song goes on and on. Um, it's, it's kind of twisted. Um, so that's one of the interesting things about Weird Al's music. Um, especially his original stuff is he, he's never worked blue, as it were. Um, but some of the stuff he's he's written is pretty dark. (laughs) It gets, it gets pretty twisted sometimes. And, uh, this is, this is one of them as a, as a, a really young me. Uh, you know, I loved it. The, the idea of all this violence and, and mayhem caused by Santa Claus. So yeah, that's my number 10. Um, it goes without saying that I, you know, I, th- I think for all of us that we recommend, uh, going out and finding each of these songs for some reason you haven't oh, heard oh, one yeah. of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I noticed if you have Amazon Prime, all these songs are for, for free for me. So if you guys have Amazon Prime, log in and listen to your heart's content. Uh, Alex. My number 10 is in the mid aughts, early aughts, when Behind the Music was a thing. They had a Behind the Music on Weird Al Yankovic. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I mean, besides <laughs> all the rest of the stuff he did. But on TV, it was freaking hilarious. Like, he was there sobbing, and he's like, and my record only went double platinum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I was dying. And one of the best... The best descriptions about Weird Al's career is that each one of his album releases is kind of like a mini comeback for Weird Al. And <laughs> I remember true. that being so apt. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> so look up that behind the music with Weird Al. The whole thing is just amazing. And you find out some very cool facts about you know his early career and everything. Like uh, behind the music used to – is it still on? It's not still on, right? I don't know. Yeah, but it's a, it was a great episode. Probably their best, being as I've only seen that one and the fake one that the Simpsons had. So, what 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 is the uh, and the Simpsons? I was just about to ask, what is it that he says? And then there were flowers, but those flowers had bees. Like, what was the <laughs> what was the line like, for that? Everything was coming up roses for the Simpsons, but little did they know that those roses had bees. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> all right um my number nine is just the movie uhf Gotta that's put... only your number nine yeah because i don't like uhf as much as you guys do i like it yeah. but i just like his music better for me his his songs are what make weird al weird al yeah, so so when i sorry jeff just to jump in real quick i left mm-hmm. uhf off my list because i because i felt weird putting the whole Elf. movie in there because it's not like he's not the whole movie you know what I mean? Yeah, but he's the driving force. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. But anyway, sorry, good. Yeah, I yeah. disagree. He's not the driving force behind it. No, I disagree about leaving that movie off the list. Anyways, okay. Well, yeah, if you were mad that I had it at nine, you're definitely mad that he doesn't even have it on. His yeah, list. I know. <laughs> Screw you guys. Um, but it's a great movie. Um, I just, you know, I don't think I like it as much as Alex and Scott, but I still like it. It just, I prefer his music more and hey only 10 things on here and he's made a lot of songs a lot of songs let me be your hog (laughs) so that's it we've done a whole episode on uhf don't even talk about that anymore alex my number nine actually has to do it's in the movie uhf and this is something so disgusting that i kind of want to try it because i'm very curious about how it tastes and that is the Twinkie Wiener oh, sandwich no, 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 that he no. introduces in the movie. 
<laughs> so if you haven't seen the movie, he just gets a Twinkie, slices it in half, puts a hot dog in there, and he's not done. He just puts like the uh, cheese whiz, <laughs> sprays a little bit on top of that, and then he just eats the thing. I was getting nauseous just thinking about that. <laughs> Bucket list. Well, what if it wasn't a hot dog? What if it was a bratwurst? That's. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's better or worse. I think that's worse. Well, and you put. Um, oh wait, wait, must- sorry. Mustard. I d- I don't know if that's better or worst. Whoa! Oh. Thank you. It's funny. I woke <laughs> up to a group text barrage from friends, and they're all worst jokes. So that's weird that you bring that up. It was a bunch of worst in the shape of the Wi-Fi symbol. And it says, Germany has the worst Wi-Fi in the world. And it was, just, <laughs> uh, it was terrible. Don't laugh, Scott. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but I'm smiling. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott? All right. Uh, so we're on to... Nine. Our nines? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, another oldie. <laughs> another oldie from Weird Out this point. Like, when I say oldie, these are things that they could be playing on the KRF 101. Uh, yeah, seriously. Um, and that is, uh, <laughs> this song is just six words long. <laughs> um, parodying quite viciously, actually, uh, George Harrison's I've Got My Mind Set on You. Um, and yeah, the, that's the refrain of the song. The, this song is just six words long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that song. <laughs> and then and the song yeah. and, and then the rest of the song basically goes on to like the other lyrics are about padding out the song. Yeah. <laughs> like making it last. <laughs> so that's that's one of the things I like about Weird Al is yeah, some of the songs when he parodies, they're just like zany, uh and they're not necessarily making fun of the source material. Um although in the videos they 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 kinda do, if there is one. Um but then sometimes he can be kinda vicious. Um Yeah. Uh, like like with this one, um, I don't know if anybody. It, it, I got one of my my honorable mentions later too, but uh, we'll see if it comes up with anybody else here. But uh, yeah, my number nine is this song is just six words long. Uh, That's good. It's a good pick. It might be a little higher <laughs> on my list. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, my number eight. This is, and I'm going to start. I want to backtrack here. We've talked about some songs. Uh, Tacky. Is from his latest album called Mandatory Fun. And what was the other? I'm going to go back here. Which other songs did we do? You did Six Words Long. That's probably. I'll look that up later. Anyway, I'll yeah. do this. And, I should have paid And the, the Night Santa went crazy. Okay, I'll find those. Um, but mine, uh, the next one's from the movie uh, Al, <laughs> Apocalypse. And yeah, it's yeah. Party in the CIA. <laughs> oh, that song is really good. <laughs> So this is the Miley Cyrus party in the USA ripoff for parody, and uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> Talking about sniping people and taking out the yeah, head of state. The silencer sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, his sound effects and his background screams in his songs always crack me up. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> Killing a dude like, yeah. Pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How is, wait, God, I don't want to sing. It just cracks me up. It's a party, it's a party in, the in the CIA. CIA. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, Party of the CIA. Al Palcos. I think this is the album that he released like one song at a time on the internet. There was one of his more recent albums where he did that. Like every single, it was either week or day he released a new song, and every single day he'd have a new number one song. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was either this one or the his last one. Because that's already the, the latest one's 2014, so that must have been it. And then the Alpocalypse is 2011. Um, all right, Alex. My number eight is that he, <laughs> well, it wasn't so much that Weird Al has beef with anybody, but Coolio sure as hell had beef with him yeah. over <laughs> over uh, Gangster's Paradise and Amish Paradise, the parody. According to Weird Al, there was uh, miscommunication between the managers, between their peoples. Because mm. Weird Al's people asked Coolio's people to see if he was Coolio with him parodying the song. But I guess that didn't actually reach Coolio. His people just said, yeah, Weird Al, whatever. And so he went ahead and did it, and Coolio got pissed. <laughs> now, the interesting thing is there's um, – I have I think I've talked about it before, the show Hot Ones, where this guy, Sean Evans, interviews another person, and they eat progressively, like, hotter chicken wings, like, with insane amounts of – not big amounts of hot sauce, but they're just, like, ghost pepper sauces by the end of it and coolio was on the show and he asked him about the beef with weird al and coolio he's still kind of upset but he actually admits that he could have handled things better <laughs> it's like yeah i shouldn't have said what i said i mean it, it pissed me off at the time and you know it's it's upsetting but he he could have handled things better it's is pretty much the consensus that he reached so nice little tidbit right there and also in that same interview, he says that Prince had beef with Weird Al, and I didn't know about that. Did you guys hear about that? That one I did hear about, because I don't think he's ever parried a Prince song. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, so. I don't, I'm not, I don't have difficulty imagining Prince being weird with anybody, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, he's always been like, my dad always tells me that when they had that Hands Across America, and they all sang to get that, to, they did that song together, that Prince is the only one who didn't join in and there's this whole kevin smith story yeah there's that too yeah <laughs> so anyway anyways he's dead no. <laughs> oh jeff oh way to <laughs> bring it down way to bring it down yeah all right well uh to do the album thing is uh amish paradise is from bad hair day which also included the night santa went crazy okay oh yeah bad so. hair day maybe coolio was just upset that you know weirdo had his hairstyle in that album cover yeah and the whole thing is, Weird Al doesn't need their permission, right? I mean, parodies no, are fair he, game. Yeah, he does not. Yeah, That's why he huh. didn't get into any legal trouble. There's no legal uh, thing that Coolio could, could have done about it. But he's still nice, and he tries to do the right thing by asking the artist first. Right. But like, if, if you just said the story's different, but the whole story was that Coolio said no, and he still did it. If you're going to do that, then don't ask. But it sounds like there was a miscommunication, so that's not the thing. Because I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of dick. If yeah, you don't have to ask, but if you do ask and they say no and you still do it, then why the fuck are you asking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I think I'm trying to remember why Coolio was pissed about it, other than the maybe the permission thing, because he doesn't like really. He's not really making fun of the song, like the the, the music. Well, I actually have more to say about this further on my list, but. <laughs> 
No, uh, for Coolio, he did because in that actual in the behind the music that I mentioned before, they did have a clip of Coolio talking at the Grammys or talking somewhere. He was in an interview, but and he had his posse behind him and he was talking about it. Right. Yeah. I know. I remember back in the day, he said he didn't like it because that song meant a lot to him. And it was, okay. a, it was a very social thing that he just didn't feel he needed it in that way. But I yeah. Don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Scott, on this page, has a picture of Coolio wearing an Angels jersey, <laughs> sing, uh, singing a song. So there All right. here, and the caption says, "Coolio felt the Amish paradise desecrated his song." Yeah, that's strong language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I honestly, uh, I don't. Well, you know, I don't yeah. think it did. I love both versions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scott, number seven. Is that what we're on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a, another one of his older songs. Um, <laughs> I remember learning this in elementary school, uh, memorizing it and, and singing it uh, during recess. And this is <laughs> maybe his most twisted song. Um, and it's called One More... Oh, no, sorry. Uh, oh, that's further down the list. Uh, this one's pretty twisted. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so pretty much everything I said, but not his most twisted song, but another one that I memorized. Um, yeah, it's called One More Minute. Um, I love One More Minute. It's, it's another one of his original songs. Um, and it's, it's the, set in the style of like, uh, like a 50s, like old, yeah, the old like crooning, crooning, yeah. Um, about, <laughs> um, except about singing about being in love with somebody, about how he doesn't want to spend any more time with, this person and the, the song goes on, uh, <laughs> listing uh, more and more horrible things that he would rather do than to spend one more minute with you. With you. Uh, my, my favorite being, uh, I think it was, uh, I'd rather get a hundred thousand pa- paper cuts on my face <laughs> than to spend <laughs> one more minute, one more minute. with you. <laughs> Yeah, I, so I remember good. that. I love that song too. I can't find the album though. Oh, yeah. there it is. It's this is old school. This is yeah. from Dare to Be Stupid. This is third yeah. album, nineteen eighty five. Yeah, Transformers. Yeah, <laughs> honorable mention. Dare to Be Stupid. Uh, so yes, one more minute. Uh, again, one of his original songs worth listening to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of original songs, I guess his latest tour, he's only doing original songs. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which, that's another question. Have you guys ever seen him live? Further down the list. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I have not, but, uh, I, I did, I was looking around for him one day. It was a long time ago. Or, well, not that long ago, but, uh, he was doing a live cover of, um, another George Harrison song, but he was just doing the song straight up. Like, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, like him not yeah. parroting. Um, but yeah, he was, he was doing, um, a live version of, uh, uh, what, uh, what is life? Uh, shit. What is love? No. Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> That's a George Harrison. That's a George Harrison classic. <laughs> All right, Scott, we'll Anyways, come back to you. Yeah, sorry. Good. <laughs> All right. Um, we're on to number six is now, and my number six uh, is number seven. I already did number seven. Didn't we? Yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on, hold on. You're right. Seven. You're right. It's seven. Okay, it's my turn. Okay. Now. 
Uh, smells like <laughs> smells like Nirvana. Yeah. Uh, love this song, and this is from Off the Deep End. Just a picture of him floating in the pool on the cover. It's hilarious. <laughs> Chasing the donut. Yeah. Chasing the donut. <laughs> and as you were saying, it's got about his, some of his more vicious songs. I don't know how this is vicious, but he is making fun of the band. He is very, the song <laughs> is very cutting. Um, and, and, it's, and yeah, I, I went back and listened to this one. And uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> and uh, I mean, not much more to say there other than the story. I would love this story about how he wanted to get the the permission from the band and this is right as Nirvana was blowing up and you guys if you followed Nirvana you heard like they just kind of blew up and they were just traveling the world and no one could get a hold of them and because he was on UHF with I forgot the actress's name a- SNL with uh, sorry this is this is my number six but SNL with uh, Victoria Jackson right but because he was on UHF she was on UHF that's how we had that contact and then she was also on SNL. So when Nirvana was on SNL, he called her and she handed the phone off to Kurt Cobain. And he's like, could I do your song or make me? He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. That's it. It's awesome. Love it. Uh, well, to add to that, the the exchange was it was kind of like, hey, can I do a song uh, parody? And, and uh, Kurt Cobain's like, is it going to be about food? <laughs> oh. <laughs> And weird, I was like, oh, no, it's about how nobody could understand your lyrics because, you know, they're kind of mumbled stuff. And he's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, anyway, Smells Like Nirvana. And this would be one of those songs that I learned this song before I learned Smells Like Teen Spirit. Like, (laughs) I heard this more than I heard before I heard Smells Like Teen Spirit. And I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So... There it is. So Alex, good. number seven, six, I don't know what the fuck. My seven. number seven <laughs> is the cameo that he had on Naked Gun because it was so out of, like, fucking nowhere. <laughs> He's in all I of the movies. Honestly. Really? Or they at least mention him, I thought. Huh. Maybe not. Anyway, Because this actually, I think, is my first exposure to Weird Al. When I, because I was watching the Naked Gun movie, I know it was a funny like Zucker Brothers, uh, parody movie, and I loved it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, they're not here for you; they're here for Weird Al Yankovic is on the plane. Then he comes down, people are handing him flowers. I'm looking, it's like, who is this nerd with a mustache getting flowers? And then I learned who he was, and it was a lot funnier. Yeah, there's the, the idea that there's this huge crowd waiting out. <laughs> yeah, for Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, gold. <laughs> All right, Scott. Number yeah, seven. number seven, Scott. I did my number seven. All <laughs> oh, right. Shit. Oh wait, I skipped one of mine. Yeah. See, number seven. Okay. Well, I'm trying. I'm juxtaposing these now. Uh. Mm-hmm. So, so seven was one more minute, but it actually should have been six. One more minute. So I skipped my eight. <laughs> so. My eight. Uh, speaking of, see, this is what what happens when we go. With yeah, I know. Seven, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. I'm looking at my list now, and I'm like, I'm missing one, and I'm fucked up. We can't, we can't count higher than seven. <laughs> yeah, Secrets out of the bag. Yeah. The real reason. Uh, <laughs> so my number seven slash uh, technically eight, eight. Uh, is uh, as we were saying before. A <laughs> they took a song and put food lyrics into it. Um, and that would be eat it. Uh, yep. 
perhaps so good. his most well-known song, maybe. Maybe Amish Paradise nowadays, but... Uh, uh, it's between that and Fat. Uh, Both yes. Michael Jackson songs. The uh, the music video for this is fantastic, by the way. Uh, for <laughs> it might might be his best music video, because it's kind of a hodgepodge of other Michael Jackson stuff. Uh, he throws in like a weird thing from Thriller in there at the end. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the whole gang's fighting and stuff, and walking down uh, dark... Uh, parking garages or whatever the hell they're supposed to be. Loading bays. Uh, warehouses. Um, yeah, just... The the song is... With the lyrics, it's very nonsensical, even for a Weird house song. Uh, but... Extremely memorable. Uh, it's have a real... Some more chicken, have some, some more spam. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my number eight. I, you know, not all... Not much more we need to say about Eat It. Except it, listen to it. <laughs> and this came out on the album Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. <laughs> it's the second album. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so good. All right, Alex. My number six is the the story about him getting permission from Kurt Cobain. That was great. <laughs> I love that story. Okay. Yeah, Victoria. But the way Victoria Jackson tells it, he's like she didn't know who Kirk Cobain was. He was just the guy that was playing at SNL. So she says that she literally grabbed him by the shirt <laughs> and said, "Come here," <laughs> and uh, pulled him to the phone and said, "It's Weird Al Yankovic," <laughs> and he gave him the phone and then they talked. <laughs> uh, awesome. R.I.P. Uh, all right. Um. My number six now, right? Is that what we're doing? Yes. Yes. Okay. So this this is probably would be number number ten. I fucked up somehow, but I right, <laughs> jam it in the middle. <laughs> this is another new song, and I only like it because of the background. This is called Word Crimes. It's from his latest <laughs> album. Yeah, yeah. And this is making pretty good. the Robin Thick song. Uh, I don't even know the real name of that. Blurred song. Lines. Blurred oh, Lines. Blurred lines. Said, I thought that song was shit from the get go. Anyways, but just in the background, the <laughs> just the Weird Al's version of it because that, that yeah, the original song is so annoying, but it just had the Weird Al uh, flavor on it. Just cracks me up, and then just talking about all the different word crimes people commit. Word crimes, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty hilarious. And like I said, this is one I just heard for the first time this week. Uh, it really is just the who's in the background. <laughs> so, so not for nothing, but the the blurred line video uh, is actually yeah. worth watching. It's all the hot chicks. I remember. That. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> Emily Rajajkowska, Rajajewski, whatever her last name is. Jablonski. Jablonski, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there it is. Word crimes. My number six, but more like my number ten. Just shift everything else up. <laughs> um, all right, Alex, number six. Head cannon. I already said my number six. You're all out of whack. Scott, number no. six. We're all uh, wha- we're all whacked off right now. Yeah, we're whacking off all over the place well, here. Alex, it has to be. Yeah, my number six was the Kurt Cobain story. What was your number seven? The Naked Gun cameo. What was your number eight? Coolio beef. What was your number nine? Twinkie Weeder sandwich. What was number ten? Behind the music. <laughs> Get that, everybody? Nice rundown of my list. I'm the only one that's in fucking order. God damn it. I missed something here. 
I go before you, so how could you have done your number six already? Because you called me for some reason and said, what's your number six? And I told you. He's got you there, Jeff. Uh, my my number six is wow. one, of, one of his more recent ones. And uh, in, if, I, if I'd done this... <laughs> If I'd done this list another day, it could even be my number two or one. But uh, for now, it is uh, Trapped in the Drive-Thru. <laughs> it's the parody of the Trapped in the Closet uh, epic that, oh, R, that R. Kelly did. He did, a, he did a parody of that. It's Damn, so okay. good, too. and it, it, It's broken up into three parts, and the whole thing lasts like 12 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Uh, at you know one part, he's, he's talking about... Uh, they're going to leave his house or apartment or wherever they're supposed to be. Um, and he talks about how he's opening the door, opening the car door, opening the garage door. <laughs> he goes through like the whole thing. And oh man, it's fucking gold. Just when, like when he's doing the refrain, like the, his, his, his riff on the refrain is so good. Uh, and there's a, like an animated video to it. That somebody made, um, but yeah, this. If you're familiar with R. Kelly's "Trapped in the Closet," you will, mm-hmm. you will like "Trapped in the Drive-Thru." Yeah, I'm not. And when I hear this song, I hate it. It sucks <laughs> just because I don't know the original. <laughs> He's just talking. He's not even. Yeah. Oh, the original's kind of the same. Yeah, that's what I figure. Right? Now, I'm the, now I'm in the closet. Yeah, it's an 11 minute song here. Yeah, it, like like I said, you have to. So yeah, it's the R. Kelly's thing is fucking batshit insane, mm-hmm. and I I I can't think of how it would qualify as good, but um, it's so insane that it's kind of hard not to listen to it. And then <laughs> uh, Weird Al has done his parody of it quite brilliantly. Yeah. Well, this came out of Straight Out of Linwood. <laughs> That's the name of the album here. We uh-huh. were talking about it the other day. Where the <laughs> straight out of. All right, now we're on to my number five. Yes, Jeff, number right. five. My number five, Scott's already mentioned it, uh, six words long. Uh, Scott already covered everything. I just love how brutal it is. It's, it's a good beat, like the original song, where there's nothing to it, and that's <laughs> him just making fun of it. <laughs> what we need is music. <laughs> Lots of music. Plenty of music now. <laughs> to listen to the music. <laughs> Then we're going to have another verse. Uh, it's, it's gold. So that's my Damn. number five. Alex, number five. My number five is just the way he started, where he was just, yeah, Dr. Demento, if you guys don't know. He was an East Coast guy, right? Yeah, I didn't know about him until the behind the scenes of Weird Al. Yeah, me either. And uh, Dr. Demento was a, a radio DJ, and he had a show, and he, and he you know, had callers and stuff, and I guess... He did like weird eclectic stuff, and Weird Al, who's just Al Yankovic, called up with his song uh, "My Bologna." <laughs> that was his first song, and he just did it with an accordion. And one of his buddies was banging on an old chest as a drum beat and stuff, and that's how he got started. And then Doctor Demento just kept taking his songs and kept playing them, and that's how he that's how he became big, pretty much. That's how he, the road to his first album, which is. It's fantastic. Yeah, just I do a little. S- I yeah, I've never seen him on. That's an old video of him actually on the show. I guess there was a TV version of the show. Maybe it was a special, 
and him on there. I think he was doing another one, Rides the Bus. Yeah, just him and his buddy, and he, he just looks like such a weirdo, but it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Another one, yeah. Rides the Bus. I forgot about that one. <laughs> my, 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 Bologna. Yeah. So, Great yeah. songs. Yeah. All right, Scott, number five. Number five, we already talked quite a bit about it, but uh, Amish Paradise. Um, spend most of our lives. <laughs> Even old Ezekiel thinks my mind is gone. <laughs> old Ezekiel. <laughs> uh, it's, so good. Yeah, it's parodies or it takes the, the idea of the Amish thing as a like juxtaposed with the gangster kind of <laughs> backdrop, and it just works. the The music video is great. Um, you have Florence Henderson as the, uh, uh, what's her face role? Michelle Pfeiffer role. <laughs> uh, Weird Al with the, the Coolio hair. And he, <laughs> the close up with the, the sweat, the sweating and the, the one guy, I don't remember his name, with the guy who was singing on Gangst, on, uh, Gangster Paradise. Uh, it, it just, it still works. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> Churn lines about churning butter and yeah. <laughs> parting parting like it's sixteen ninety nine. Oh yeah. man! Yeah. And then at one point he <laughs> he mixes in the <laughs> the Gilligan's Island theme song. <laughs> yeah, so good. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else I can say about it. Uh, I, I, I gotta imagine all of our. Of our like five listeners have <laughs> know what we're talking about here, mm-hmm. but if not, go go look up Amish Paradise. We ain't so wait, we ain't so kind of quaint. So please don't point and stare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or my buddy, what is it? Or my buddy, I'm uh, off to get medieval on your high knees. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So again, he he never wears blue, but in that music video, um, it shows him churning butter. And then one of the Amish women walks by, and he starts churning a lot faster. <laughs> sure. I wonder what that means. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Mm. I'm just saying it's a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I found out what's wrong with my list. Now it's all fucked up. I, oh, God damn it. So forget <laughs> I said word crimes. <laughs> oh, I'll fix it in post. Um, but my number five, I... I'm cheating here, and I'm gonna put. I'm putting yeah, all of his polka remixes. Oh, I have more to say about this. Uh, yes. Nice. So on every one of his albums, he usually takes the top whatever songs over the since between the last album and this album, and he puts like a medley <laughs> of them, but polkalizes them. I don't know if mm-hmm. that's a word, and uh, it just it kills me every single time. Sometimes. I don't know what the song is. Like, I know these words, but he just sings them so differently. I'm like, what the fuck is this song? It's like, it's eating me up. Like, what is this? Uh, so, yeah. All mm-hmm. of his songs just poke your eyes out and all the other crap he's got. This, I love, he always has great names for him, too. And it's it's a staple. So, all yeah. polka remixes. Mm-hmm. My number four. Alex. My number four is the aforementioned Fat on the cassette tape the first time i actually heard a uh a weird Al album thanks to one time guest well many time guest brian it was great i just 
st- pretty much stayed up all night just listening to it, and I had it almost memorized by the morning. <laughs> it's just very captivating. <laughs> I was I was watching the video for it uh, before the music starts. <laughs> He's getting casted on the on the. On the sofa. <laughs> yeah, yo, great. man! Ding dong! Ding dong! Yo! <laughs> you ain't fat. You ain't nothing. <laughs> Ding dong, ding dong, yo. Oh, that killed me. <laughs> so good. It's like when I go to get my shoes shine, I have to take the word. <laughs> when I'm going to the movies, I take up seven rows because I'm fat. Shum, ham on. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> ham on. Ham on whole wheat. All and right. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, so good. I have more to say about this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. Yeah. All right, Scott, number four. Okay, my number four. So, UHF as a whole wasn't on my list, but uh, one particular parody uh, that was my favorite, um, and uh, this is a toss-up between Conan the Librarian uh, <laughs> and this, but but he's not really in Conan the Librarian, so I couldn't put it on here. Uh, but that would be the Rambo parody. So fucking <laughs> so, awesome. Just, they put the prosthetic on him and he's all greased up and <laughs> he catches the bullet in his teeth and then spits it back out again like a machine gun. <laughs> and just him screaming like, <laughs> like Stallone. Ooh! <laughs> yeah, he puts on the, the bandana and everything, but he's still got the, the mustache and the weird hair. Oh, man. The way he's just, like sneaking around <laughs> in the pants. Gold. Oh, God. Just in the middle of the whole enemy camp and he's just walking around. <laughs> yeah, so, so UHF came out in 1989. Uh, and at the time, I, I, as a kid watching that, I could not imagine anything being funnier than that. Uh, Serio. And it still, it still holds up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to for the Rambo parody in UHF. All right. My number four, um, I think we mentioned the album, but the song itself, Wouldn't Dare it be to be your Stupid. Num- you're number three because you're going first. Yeah, number three. Dare <laughs> to be stupid. It's actually my number four because I'm all fucked up. But anyway, I'll, <laughs> I'll omit one of these in the future. Dare to be stupid. Um, <laughs> Listen to HSF. I'm all fucked up. Gotta <laughs> uh, be stupid. Original song, oh, and the little I love the story about this is it's obviously done in the style of Devo, and uh, I don't know the band member, but the guy, who, one of the guys from Devo, said that when he heard it, he cried because it was so good. It's like better than anything they could. Gotta <laughs> be stupid. Gotta be stupid. Gotta be stupid. Uh, so there, it's there such it a is. weird, it's such a weird thing in in the Transformers movie too. A movie that's filled with kind of weird shit. Yeah, uh, no kidding. This just comes right out of left field. They just have this weird musical number, and <laughs> there are a few of those in that movie though. So, yeah, the movie starts with that. Yeah, so good. Uh, right. I, I don't know if I'd say it was good. Oh, it's good. All right, Alex, number three. Number three is just his collection of music videos. It's amazing. It's like a perfect parody of 
uh, all, all the songs that that he does. It's like, but in visual form, it's so good. Like we mentioned, Fat. That's absolutely my number one favorite music video that he's that he's ever done. Mostly because of that ridiculous fat suit that he wears, because he's going around eating everything. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, so good. Um, so we talk about him being, uh, if not vicious, but a little, a little on the nose sometimes. He did a, a great video for Lady Gaga. Uh, Lady Gaga uh, <laughs> for uh, her "Born This Way" and his was "Perform This Way." <laughs> And the, the music video though goes through him. Um, they basically digitally put his face on a woman's body, um, but dressed her up like in all the like super wacky stuff that Lady Gaga does. But they took it like to the nth degree. Um, and just seen all the, the outfits. And, uh, it's worth watching. Born, yeah, perform this way. Perform this way. Perform this way. It's one of my HMs. Jeez, not really that, but white and nerdy, fucking hilarious. All about like the said, Pentium. All about the Pentiums, baby. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah. Uh, Scott, number three. Uh, my number three is, and I'm surprised no one hit this one up yet. Maybe they, because they have it so high, but uh, that would be uh, The Saga Begins. Uh, his, his song about uh, episode one, Phantom Menace. It's uh, good. And I will argue that, that his, you were just talking about how the Devo guy cried. Uh, I, I would argue that uh, Jim McClain would think the same thing. Uh, the guy at the Nakatomi for, Tower? For American, you know, McClain. McClain? I guess it is McClain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, the guy. No, was, not that was, guy. Uh, <laughs> the... Uh, the American yeah. Pie song, um, set to the tune of that, but about Star yeah. Wars, and it's better. Cause that other song, yeah, is kind I of grating. Yeah, so good. But just Wait, what, uh, what's what's better? Saga begins is better than the song it's parodying, or at least the like oh, the melody is parodying. I disagree. I love that song. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, there's there's some brain stuff in the saga begins uh, mm-hmm. about like <laughs> uh, yeah Qui Gon Jinn telling uh, Yoda to stick it in his pointy ear. He still will train this boy. Yeah. You know, uh, Anakin is hitting on this. Yeah, even though he's, he's just nine, nine and she's fourteen. 14. Yeah, he's probably gonna marry her someday. We're now called that shit. <laughs> yeah. I go. I guess it wasn't that much of a stretch, but still, <laughs> no, it wasn't. You don't know they were going to get married. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, I, mean, I think we all know what I'm talking about with the, mm-hmm. the Star so Wars. Good. Yeah, I hate the movies so much that I can't like a song about the movies. <laughs> oh, you can't. No, I'm just kidding. It's not on my list, but it's a good song. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two yep. is... <laughs> You're right, Jeff. Someone just mentioned it a second ago. White and Nerdy. <laughs> but he was so good at fucking Donny Osmond. Uh, what? 
Donny Osmond. He's in the video. Oh, I haven't seen the video. I've only heard the song. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's a great song. Um, uh, there it is. I, I've, I've probably heard this song. I know I've heard this song more than the original. I don't even know the original is. Chameleonaire? Or I don't know the fuck sings the original. Um, but yeah, there it is. White nerdy. I, I, what is it? Fucking goddamn it. When the song's on, I can sing all the words. If it's not here, I can't do anything. <laughs> uh, but this came out on the, the straight out of Linwood uh, thing. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. Yeah, Chameleonaire. Featuring. I don't even know what any of these things are. Anyway, right, white nerdy. That's my number, whatever. Uh, Scott, Alex, <laughs> go. My number two is his live performance. I've seen him live. It is spectacular. So did you see him at the fair? Yeah. Because right. <laughs> yeah, he used to, he used to have a free show at the uh, OC County Fair every year, and I caught him at one of the last ones because now he doesn't even. Uh, he, it's rare when he goes to do a show at the fair. And I don't think it's free anymore. But he used to do a free show, and it was fantastic. It wasn't even at the amphitheater. It was just in an open, like, a field, and he set up his own stage. And uh, I think he has, he's gone on record saying that he has a couple more costume changes than Lady Gaga at her show. So, And it's true. It's amazing <laughs> how fast he changes from, you know, fat to – and he did one more minute live, and that's – and he's walking around just a field, going up and down the aisles, throwing scarves at everybody. And he's got like 50 scarves just stuffed into his shirt. And he's singing one more minute to everybody. It's fantastic. If you can catch him live, do it. It's worth it. Yeah, it's weird that he... I remember him doing the fair all the time. And he used to do like Magic Mountain during like spring break. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember we went one time, but it was too... It was like a huge line. It was like... Yeah, so we can be going yeah. on roller coasters. So we did that instead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's and I mean he's from Southern California, right? Linwood, somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where the hell Linwood is. Is that like the nine hundred nine? Where is? No, nine? that's that's uh, between here and downtown. If you go a little north, like past uh, uh, like Ardina Redondo Beach, I think. Anyway. Anyway. All right, Scott. Number two. Okay. Uh, my number two, as I said originally, sometimes the songs are twisted, and this one is the one that might be his most, his darkest, and his most twisted. And it came from his uh, 1988 album, Even Worse, uh, and that would be Good Old Days. Uh, I don't know if either of you are familiar with this one. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty dark, pretty fast, so... Um, it's set to, it's like one of his original songs, I think. Uh, it's set to, uh, kind of like a folksy, kind of almost Jim Croce, uh, Jim Croce. Yeah. I know, I like it. Uh, kind of slow, uh, the kind of acoustic sound to it. And <laughs> the song's basically about this, this guy who's he's singing about, the good old days. Um, it starts off when he was a kid, and it seems it starts off pleasantly, and then all of a sudden it switches up to um, him torturing rats with a hacksaw in his basement and pulling Jeebus. and pulling wings off of flies. But like he always keeps like the same kind of like slow and sweet like demeanor going, and then the refrain of "Those were the good old days," and then 
I don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't listened to it, <laughs> but it gets more and more disturbing as the song goes on. Yeah. And it's this guy's like uh, a <laughs> psycho. <laughs> he does all this fucked up shit. Uh, but he never swears. Um, so yes, I, I highly recommend this. As a kid, it was the funniest thing ever. Um, because it was so twisted. Um, I wonder, honestly, like, what my parents would have thought if they'd, like, known that <laughs> I was really into this song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the while, you know, they're worried about the rap music and, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that, well, that's actually not true. My parents, I, as I said many times, <laughs> they were entirely just in what I was listening to or what I was watching. Yeah, or whatever you were, what we were watching. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think I did get a, like an earful about Mortal Kombat at one point, but I never st- stopped them from giving me video games. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, good old days. Give it a listen. And remember, these guys aren't real. Yeah. <laughs> so don't you do, don't throw a spear with a rope over at your buddy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come here. Don't pull his head off. <laughs> yeah, don't uppercut his face off. Don't finish him, okay? Friendship. Right. Friendship. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, to go over Linwood is, Scott, you're right. It's actually in the neighboring town of Compton. Yeah, okay. And not too far of Watts. So he is almost straight out of Compton. He's pretty yeah. close. Okay. <laughs> He's as close as you can get. Mm-hmm. Closer than Vanilla Ice. Yeah. All right. Uh, so now we're on to our supposed to be our number ones. Number but I was ones. Supposed to combo because I totally fucked up here. So fat slash Amish paradise. Um, you guys have gone over this Amish. I, mostly, mostly for sentimental reasons. This was the first Weird Al song I think I remember. I think I remember this before Eat It. Maybe not. But just as you mentioned, the music video, uh, the lyrics, everything about it. Just awesome. It was like I said, it was one of the albums that we had, and then Amish Paradise because you know rediscovering him ten years later was another comeback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> every album release. Yeah, um, but uh, you guys have already talked about it. But just <laughs> it's just awesome, and I just when I think of Weird Al, I think of these two songs. So they were supposed to be one and two. Now they're both one. There That's how I'm going to do it. So. Alex, number one. My number one is UHF, the DVD movie, everything about it. It's just phenomenal. Go and do yourself a favor, watch this movie. Get the DVD because this movie has the greatest commentary I've ever heard on any DVD set ever. Better than Conan? Better than Conan. (laughs) Yeah. Better than Spinal Tap? Oh, see, I haven't heard Spinal Tap, but I'm going to wager yes, better than Spinal Tap. Well, Spinal Tap they do in character. I know, which is amazing, and I want to hear it. But Weird Al, I don't, it's so good, I can't, I don't want to spoil it. All right, I it's, haven't heard it either. So oh, far. it's really good. And on the DVD, on the menus, there's a ton of Easter eggs. Like, there's parts of the DVD menu that you can highlight, or you or you can, like, secretly highlight without actually seeing a prompt. To see like another snippet, uh, another like short like Weird Al thing from way back in the day, it's amazing. Like one leads you to like a little film thing that he did. It's like here, let me give you a sneak peek of my movie UHF, and he's got all this film stuff, and he just it's it's just amazing. The whole he put a lot of like detail and attention to that uh, DVD. 
So go and get it, folks. I don't know if it's on Blu-ray, but the DVD is fantastic. Go get it. <laughs> All right. Scott, number one. All right. My number one, as Jeff mentioned earlier, is the Pokemedleys. Uh, just some, some are better than others. Um, but the, the, the best of them, uh, borderline brilliant with the, the arrangements of these other songs. Um, mm-hmm. not just him rearranging it to the polka <laughs> music and the accordion. Um, but like he adds like his own little flair to things. Um, uh, like where he'll add in, uh, um, like Lannis Morissette's no, um, recorded himself like multiple times going no, so it sounded like it was multiple people saying it, but it's yeah. like a nice touch. Um, in particular, like my favorite Polka Medley was, um, Alternative Polka, um, which, which had all those songs that Jeff said that he, like, that he'd heard Word Owl first before he got around to. Yeah. Um, but that, but that one's so good. Yes. I want to push you around and I will, and I will. I want to push you around and I will, and I will. I want to take you for granted. I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you yeah. kill me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. Yeah. A lot so, of, the, so the, fast at a super fast poker beat. Yeah. yeah. The, the, a lot of more set. Uh, it's got Green Day. Uh, Basically, all the all, all almost all of like the big uh, acts that we associate with that. There's Soundgarden on there, Stone Double Pilots. Uh, <laughs> starts in on Black Hole Sun. Oh man, it's so good. Uh, the uh, I forgot about that part. Um, some of the the kids in my neighborhood um, that would go hang out with uh, they had a ping pong ball table, and we would put on like the Weird Al like medleys, and we would do like a this weird game where you basically run around the ping pong ball table like keeping the ball on the table uh, but set to the poke medley it was perfect <laughs> I don't know how to describe it yeah okay uh, just the, the frantic pace of it all um, back in the good old days in the good old days yes yeah uh, except with all the, the sociopathic stuff <laughs> um, so you weren't the only one playing ping pong with yourself who knows mm. uh, <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, the Pokemon leaves are always great. And best of all, they kind of uh, encapsulate like a period of time. Yeah. A period of music, um, over, uh, two or three years for most of them, I, th- I believe. Uh, it was kind of interesting, you know, way to, to get a little survey <laughs> of that, of that musical period. Mm-hmm. So what's my number one? The Pokemon, please. Awesome. Particularly the alternative Pokemon. All right. So I'm, what I'm looking at is all the albums he's done and which songs we haven't really talked about. And I want to say the one we haven't mentioned any songs from is called Poodle Hat. Oh, Poodle. yeah. I, re- I recall that album came out, but then I didn't listen to it. Let's see. So Let's I probably it. should. It's Couch Potato, which is Lose Yourself by Eminem. Uh, Trash Day, Angry White Polka, Want to Be Your Lover, uh, Ode to the Superhero, eBay. Oh, I, oh, I remember, I remember eBay. eBay. Yeah, I remember eBay. eBay's good. Yeah. It's a Backstreet Boys song. And that one we didn't mention at all. Yeah. All the other ones we at least... Oh, and also I don't think we talked about Alapalooza. That I was heard one that. The... I... That was the one with the Star Wars medley. No. 
The Star Wars medley. Uh, not Me. medley, but fucking... The Saga Begins. Yeah, uh, The Saga Begins. That wasn't that one? That's Running With Scissors. Oh, okay. I remember listening the, to Alapalooza. I had that album. It's the... Yeah, but I said no one mentioned songs from it. It's the yeah. Jurassic Park one. <laughs> and uh, Under the Bridge, the Bedrock Anthem. We, I had this one, too. I, I, I remember the Bedrock Anthem, yeah. 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 So... Yeah. All right. Uh, any honorable mentions? I have uh, a couple. Yes. Good. The, the main one we already guys covered. Eat, eat it. Uh, the, the one trigger happy. You remember this song? Yes. Yes. <laughs> nope. It was. I think it's an original song, and it's done in like a Beach Boys type style. Trigger happy, trigger happy every day. I'm gonna pump the cat so full of lead. We'll have to use him for a pencil instead. Trigger happy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Accidentally shot dad in the dark last night. <laughs> What's the matter, dad? Just a lousy flesh. I cannot do it, but it's, it's a good. Oh, man. Yeah. It's funny already. Yeah. <laughs> And then one before we get out of mentions from you guys, the one thing I wanted to mention is all the other band members, which we should give a little bit of credit here oh, too. Hell yeah! So the drummer John Bermuda Schwartz, the guitar player Jim Kimo West, and bass Steve J. And I believe these guys have all been around since the beginning. Um, so yeah, kudos Weirdell's, to you guys. Weirdell's the kind of guy that just hires his friends and he just keeps them around. Yeah. Uh. And I love the nickname Bermuda Schwartz. That's <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah. All right, Scott. Honorable mentions. Uh, so a lot of the 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 mid '80s stuff uh, was on regular rotation for me. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I lost on Jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like a surgeon. Um, cut for the very first time. Yeah. Uh, what one that almost made my list. Uh, um, living with a hernia. That one sounds pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then one of my, uh, one that just barely got edged out, even more so than those other three I just mentioned, was uh, I think I'm a clone now. Yeah, the I the the, 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 I the Debbie Gibson. Uh, well, her she was doing a cover of another song, but he was doing a cover of her doing that cover. But it's it's good. <laughs> oh, I, I think I'm a clone now. now. There's oh, always okay. two of me like... just a hanging around. <laughs> Still in my head. Still in my head. Just a... Yeah. That's good. And Alex? I'm oh, sorry, Scott. Oh. Go ahead. And then we already mentioned it, but the Let Me Be Your Hog. The, yeah. <laughs> one of the songs from UHF. Okay. Alex? Yep, well, I forgot to mention when I was talking about UHF, he also had that video for Beverly Hillbillies right in the middle of the movie. Yep. That was fantastic. Early 3D right there. So that yeah. was awesome. We we already talked about uh, Transformers. And what was the Ricky Martin parody that he did? Living La Vida something? Uh, I don't remember that. I mean, the original Living La Vida Loca, but I, I forgot what Weird Al did. I remember but i know there was that oh was it living la vida polka probably maybe but there was nacho grande or whatever oh that's the one i'm thinking of yeah the other yeah the the other latino song yeah (laughs) nacho 
Grande. Grande. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because I was really into that the real song when I was a kid. So the, when I heard it, there was a weird Al parody. Is, is that the Rico Suave? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Rico Suave. <laughs> uh, awesome. Seven. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're not really going to rate it. I mean, I guess can. Do you want to rate it? Yeah, seven. 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 All right, he's, he's the best. And then, sorry, two two more. I'll try to make this quick. Yeah. Uh, so he took over for Reggie Watts on Comedy Bang Bang. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. It's a show on IFC, a oh, comedy show. I, damn it! I know the show. I haven't seen. It. Where he he's basically like a what's what was David Letterman's band leader Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Yeah, Schaefer. he's basically like the Paul Schaefer on that show. Only it's just him and the keyboard, and it's great. Um, and then finally, uh, Funnier Die, a few years back, uh, did, uh, <laughs> did the, a trailer, um, for the Weird Al biopic called Weird, the Al Yankovic story. And it had Aaron Paul, um, playing Weird Al. And like, uh, as Madonna was Olivia Wilde. And Pat Oswald shows up as Dr. Demento. <laughs> I, I, I can't recommend this enough. Just go watch the, the Weird Al biopic. <laughs> uh, it's fucking hilarious. And they, they do it like all serious about how he has like a, a problem being weird. Yeah. All right. Funny or die is still around, folks. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. Is it, we have any feedback on this or we're into sports? Uh, we do not. All right. Time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex and I like sports. Sports ball? So there's, did you guys hear about uh, Liz Sweeney from Hungary? I did not. And the Olympics? She is a, a skier and she was skiing the half pipe, but she qualified to go to the Olympics. And then she was at the Olympics, and she didn't do a single trick on the half pipe. <laughs> she didn't go straight down the tube, but she kept going side to side, but she didn't really do much. And then she still qualified for the finals. She still moved on to the next round. I, I, <laughs> you know what? I, I do remember this now. Like, she, because <laughs> two people, like, DQ'd, right? So she got in by, just because yeah. <laughs> she didn't disqualify herself. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Didn't she get in she by, just- like, some loophole? Yeah, because usually in like the worlds when they do uh, world competitions and stuff like that, the Olympic Committee says that you have to be within the top thirty to qualify to go to the Olympics. But there in these competitions, there's rarely rarely thirty women that go uh, and do the event. So she just pretty much just wins by default. Just don't get disqualified, and she she moved all the way to the Olympics. That's awesome. How did yeah. who paid for? Or did she just do it herself? Hungry. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this uh, this really reminded me of um, in the Summer Olympics when there was that big controversy of the badminton players like throwing games so that they could get into better qualifying uh, matches. Right. So now the Olympic Committee is going to review. Uh, the the qualifications to go to the Olympics and to move on and stuff. So there it is. She brought attention to a glaring loophole <laughs> that now nobody can take advantage of. 
My friend was telling me again, there's a movie based on, about this, Eddie the Eagle or something like that. And some British guy did it years ago with the Olympics yeah. too. It was he said he exploited <laughs> kind of the same thing. Yeah, there it is. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But sorry, I got interrupted. I'm still on the Wikipedia of uh, albums. <laughs> well, <we're now. laughs> yeah, and there's a picture of Michael Jackson, and it says Michael Jackson was such a fan of Yankovic's music that after the success of Fat, he bought 12 copies for friends and family. Wow, 12 copies, Michael. <laughs> Big spender. Yeah, I know. And then, <laughs> oh, back in the day of CDs, like what, $30 a pop? It doesn't yeah. say CDs as copies, so I don't yeah. know what he's doing here. So, so, so speaking of him doing copies on Wikipedia here, just, <laughs> I meant to mention this. Uh, so, you talk about how he outlasted everybody. He's got to be fucking filthy rich. He's got, yeah. it's like, yeah. I'm looking through his uh, albums, just kind of in order here. It's like gold, platinum, platinum, nothing, platinum, nothing, platinum, nothing, gold, platinum, platinum. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that means you sold a shitload of albums. A shitload of albums. A veritable cornucopia. The platinum is what? A million copies sold? Maybe five? No, that's diamond. Maybe diamond's ten. I don't know. Anyway, just right conversations the, with yourself right, right now. It's in the fucking millions. Just ten, yeah, just ten copies. Just ten copies. This is diamonds, bronze. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he has spent all that money on keeping those curls in shape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, he he trimmed the mustache, so you know, to to, to be cost effective. Yeah. <laughs> all right, it's time for Nam News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay, uh, just a couple quick bits here. Uh, I finished watching Altered Carbon. We mentioned this a uh, couple podcasts or two back. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the new sh- series on Netflix based on the, the book by Richard K. Morgan. Uh, I, I recommend it. It's got sci-fi, it's got action, it's got enough uh, gratuitous sex and violence to put Game of, Shones to th- Game of Thrones to shame. Uh so go watch it if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, have either of you caught it? I know Jeff said he watched an episode or two. Yeah, I still I've watched the first episode, but I haven't gone back. But yeah, it looked good. It's I just haven't had time. Yeah. So um, the, the the whole uh, just kind of digress real quick. That whole format of that Netflix has kind of I don't know if they pioneered it, but kind of perfected it of. We're going to come out with a whole season, and it'll be like somewhere between 8 and 13 episodes. And it'll be out. The whole thing will be out. Enjoy. Like, that really works for me, because <laughs> it, it's always daunting for me to try to catch up to stuff. Um, but if I can jump in early and then come back to it whenever I feel like it, without having to worry about, like, missing... Oh, did you see what happened this week? Like, there's never that that kind of weird... I don't know pressure's the right word, but... Mm. Um, and yes, I'm bad for for not watching a lot of things, but yeah. but this how long has it took you? But this to for, Stranger that's Things. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Stranger Things had not been like in the the Netflix format, I don't know that I would have gotten around to like the first half of it uh, before finishing it up. Uh, anyway, Altered Carbon, it's good. Watch it, and then uh, I over the weekend I caught Black Panther, um, and I enjoyed it, and I recommend it. Uh, Wakanda is awesome. Um, there's some cool shit in this. Uh, you know, as usual, I 
the 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 floor on Marvel movies is pretty high. So I think all of our listeners will will probably enjoy it. And that's it for me. Unless somebody wanted to chime in about having also seen Black Panther. I still haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah, me either. All right. I don't see anything, so. <laughs> it is known. All right. Uh, Alex, did you have anything you wanted to talk about for Neom News here? Uh, no. Weird Al is great. All right. Jeff. Um, no, I didn't see Black Panther. I did see The Shape of Water. Okay. I liked it. Um, it's bizarre. It's like a twist. I wouldn't even say it. it's good. Watch it. Not, not that there's a twist, but I was going to say it's a combination kind of of like Amelie and Hellboy. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. It's weird. <laughs> um, but it looks great. I'm sold. Just, yeah. Just expect a Guillermo Toro movie. And uh, yeah, I, don't know if I, I got help a movie pass. Did I mention this last time? You, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you keep, you've been using that still. Yeah. You said you saw Winchester I, before. Yeah, I saw Winchester. But it's where I can't do Black Panther yet because in my theater everything's reserved and I can't get a ticket until I get to the theater and they're all gone by the time I get there. So I'll just have to wait. Uh, okay. Wait, maybe like this week. Hopefully, it'll be a little thinner by the time I get mm. to the theater. So, so catching up on it. They have other stuff like I Tanya is there now. I can go watch that. And so, so, so you you're trying to keep up with it for now, Jeff. But like, mm-hmm. do you have like a, a goal to like what see like? A movie a week, more like what's the what? Uh, no. um, one movie a month pays for it, <laughs> right? It's Ten dollars a month. So if I get to one movie a month, I'll be fine. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's my goal. I'm getting too crazy with it. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, if I if I have time, yeah, I'll go. Definitely. And I guess a lot of it too would depend on like what's actually in the theater. Yeah. yeah, like when I first got it, there was nothing. That's why I saw Winchester. But now all of a sudden, there's a few good movies there. And then for some reason, at the same time, this theater got all these ones that are kind of old already. But like, like Shape of Water and I Tanya, which you know been around for a while, but I just now got to this theater. So all of a sudden, I'm like, ah, it's probably all like all the Oscar stuff's getting put back yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then uh, one other thing is, uh, I think I mentioned I even I got the new Nintendo Switch, or it's new to me. Anyway, and uh, that game, Zelda game, is hard. <laughs> I, I, I am on the Dark, third. Dark Souls hard? Uh, no. Well, maybe. You know what? I didn't, since I love Zelda so much, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt and playing it long enough to not quit. It just has that, you know, built-in forgivance for me. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm at the third Divine Beast, so I'm making progress. Mm. If you play the game, you know what that is. You're I guess. way uh, fucking ahead of me. <laughs> yeah uh it's it's fun uh, it's it's a good mix of puzzle solving and fighting and stuff sometimes uh, you know cooking food and everything can be kind of a pain in the ass so uh and not knowing if you're in the right area like where you're supposed to be that bugs me i like a little more structure in my games but i'm working through it all right there you go although i haven't played in like a week already uh that's it oh i might as well start over now yep yeah Alright, anything else? Nope. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.